Hello guys, welcome to Sports Bar. Today we are going to discuss about a game that is going to be played between Manchester City and Arsenal in Etihad Stadium, Manchester. Anyway, let me introduce to my guest today. Hello, Vipul. You must be glad that football is finally back. Yes, I am very very happy that football is finally back after two or three months of long break. It was long time without football, without no football, nothing, nothing and all. So I am finally happy that I I will be able to see football on my TV screen at least. I will not be able to go to a stadium or watch it. I'm a bit friends or not, but I'm happy to to see it in my home at the comfort of my house on a television set. Right, we are all finally happy that football is back, and uh, let me jump straight to the game. Very important lineups. What do you think would be the lineups of both the teams? Uh, I think so. Before pre-lockdown, Arsenal played a four-two-three-one, and I don't think that there might be changes to that system. The way Arteta played, uh, so I think the four-two-three-one would be their go-to for Arsenal. But I would say that uh, the players like Bellerin or Tierney, who were not uh, featured in the in featured before the lockdown, they might play again because they were injured and all. Now they are back into the team squad and fully training with the squad. So I think that uh, Tierney, the back four would be would consist of uh, Tierney. Uh, then you would have Luis uh, alongside him would be Socrates, and Bellerin would play at the right back. Then in the midfield, you know that uh, two in the midfield. That two would be the that two would be Ganesh Shaka and Danny Sebaios. Those two would be key players if Arsenal uh, if Arsenal has uh, have to put some sort of an attack or sort of defense sort of double city defense. Then those two would be would have to play in cohesion and they have to find way to move that team forward, carry the team forward. Then the front four would usually be of uh, the one which we, which was talked about a lot, which was talked a lot before the start of the season. Between Ozil, Lacazette, Aubameyang, and Pepe, Pepe was there. Uh, was there? You know, the record signing after 72 million pounds, but uh, was not uh, being uh, that that much of an effect on the team. But now, after Arteta has joined in, he is uh, slightly growing in his stature and might be next season. He might be the he might be the Pepe we all knew who played in the uh, French league. Then for City, I think that City would play a 4-3-3 with. Uh, uh, at the central stadium, I think so. Fernandinho should return back to his uh, stadium spot. Uh, in the back, I I, I see uh, Benjamin Mendy, uh, Benjamin Mendy, who is uh, who had his injury problem, but now he has time to set who's uh, rest and all. So Benjamin Mendy would play at the back. Then Laporte, who also was injured since the star, since for most of the for the most of the season, would also come back and play again play alongside. Uh, I think so. Otamendi would start alongside him. And then at the right back, I see two options going for City. That is, one is Joao Cancelo, and other is Kyle Walker. But I do think that Pepe would play Kyle Walker ahead of Joao Cancelo. Then again, as I said previously, Fernandinho would return to his normal sitting position. Then alongside alongside him, I think so. De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva would play in the midfield. And the front three, I would I would see Aguero coming. Aguero playing as striker. Charlie would play as right left wing. And at the right wing, I would be interested to see if Sane plays or not. If Sane doesn't play, then Mahrez will play instead of him. Like we all know, let me state something very obvious. Manchester City would start as clear favourites, but do you think Arsenal has a small chance of causing an upset? I'd call it an upset because uh, Manchester City is doing really well and uh, Arsenal not that well at number nine. So, do you think Arsenal can cause an upset? We all know what sort of a season Arsenal has had before. For uh, the 2-3 seasons, they were they were not among the title favorites or even even in top four also. 
of uh, of the payment table. They have been slightly falling down, down, down. So I think so that calling it as an upset would be a would be a good thing. I think though, calling it as an upset would be a, a good thing and all. But I think that Arsenal uh, Arsenal have a slight bit of chance if they play according to. Uh, they should I think so watch the gameplay of uh, Manchester United versus City or Wolves versus City. How both of the team managed to suffocate them at the front. It's not giving them any chances to attack and go threaten themselves, and then slowly and slightly build uh, countering them, very very efficiently countering them and winning the game obviously. We all know Manchester City, Manchester United and Wolves uh, did a double over Manchester City. I think that if they follow that that sort of same game plan, you know, trying to uh, suck them for suck them forward, suck them forward, trying to uh, push them, trying to force them to attack, and then hitting them on the counter base. I think so. That is where Arsenal would be decisive if they are if they are successful in doing that. And I think so. Arsenal would uh, pretty much upset Manchester City. Right, right. We all know that Kevin De Bruyne is the most important player for Manchester City, but uh, we'll keep him aside as of now. So, other than him, who are the players to watch out for both the teams? I think so. For City, it would be Aguero, uh, and he has a good record against uh, traditional big six sides. Like Arsenal, United, and all. Hmm. So I think so. Aguero would be a key, key important, important person in this picture. Other than Aguero, I can. I, other than Aguero for City, I think so. I would, uh, I would see. I would love to see Sane in back in action because we all know he was injured in August in that Community Shield final against Liverpool, and then he was out for at least eight to ten months because of his ligament injury. And now I would be. It would be interesting to see how he comes back. And there were, there were, there have been lot of talks of him. Moving over to Bayern, so it will. If he wants to move to Bayern, then this will be his, you know, audition for that sort of a role, audition for that. Then for Arsenal, Arsenal obviously, if you are talking about Arsenal, then you should talk about uh, how important Aubameyang has been for Arsenal, how is how he has been carrying the carrying the whole Arsenal squad along along with him. Because of him, Arsenal are somewhat in a good situation to qualify for at least the Europa League next season. Other than Aubameyang, I would love to see Lacazette back in action. Because he was going in some sort of a gold drought before the lockdown, he did not have much. He did not have much. Did not have much to contribute towards to Arsenal, like he did in last season. So Lacazette would be an important player. I would love to see and get among that. Get among those goals. And uh, also, let us talk about the most important player of this fixture, Kevin De Bruyne. How hard uh, would it be for Arsenal to deal with him? Kevin De Bruyne has always been hard. Regardless of any opposition, Kevin De Bruyne has been very, very uh, efficient player for Manchester, very crucial player for Manchester City. Difficult to deal with, right? Very, very difficult to deal with. He is. He means he can find uh, find his opposition also, anywhere also he can. Let, want. let me quote a, also. Let me quote a stat. Also, let me quote a stat. He's got eight goals and sixteen assists. That is twenty-four goal contribution in twenty-six matches. That is, uh, he's contributing in almost every game. Yes, that's why I said regardless of any opposition, he is the he is a key player. He is a key crucial member of this uh, Pep's Manchester City squad. And for for able to stop him, I think so. Arsenal should try to man mark him if possible. Man marking just like they did what they did to uh, Georginio last season when they defeated Chelsea two nil. It was because uh, Ramsey was closer to uh, Georginio and a lot of uh, Chelsea's play uh, went went to uh, Georginio last season. And sort of Ramsey marking him, man marking him, sort of disturb that Chelsea uh, game. So I think so. Someone like this Shaka or Sheboy should man mark him. At least stay around him, stick around him, so that his uh, they they might disturb some 
I think that maturity would be in this comfortability and I see the outcome as 3 1 to 50. Okay, so you predict 3 1 for Manchester City. So that's all, folks. We have for today's video. I hope you liked it. Do let us know in the comments what do you think about this game. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can also listen to the audio on Spotify and uh, various music for uh, music podcast applications. Thank you.